With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM, let's create. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Con Racing. Hello, race fans. Back here, another edition of Gone Racing here at the South Point Studio. Jeff Motley, not alongside Brendan Gone today. Brendan is out in uh, Baja, I think, running the Baja 1000. So he is joining us Bye, via, what is that, uh, Skype or Zoom or Microsoft just, Teams? Or just join you. One of those things. We got we're, Brendan on a TV screen. Welcome. We're joining you. It's Baja 500, not the 1000. Baja uh, 500. Oh, you only, in November. You right. only go halfway. <laughs> only halfway this time. So down here pre-running for the 500, we're, we're getting ready to go and things are good. Uh, it's been beautiful weather down here so far and, uh, we're, uh, we're ready to go, man. I, I try to get you a better view Motley than, than the hotel room, but we're lo- overlooking a beautiful Marina. Got the ocean sitting right here in Ensenada. Yeah, it was too bright. Couldn't do it. Had to, had and to I face probably like you better that I can't see the Marina behind you to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week, it's all to make it's, a nice, pretty view for the fans. Yeah, there you go. So this week we're going to break down the, the Coca-Cola 600 a little bit, and we're going to talk about a racetrack that is hitting the NASCAR Cup Series circuit for the first time ever. NASCAR heading out to the St. Louis area and Gateway International Raceway. But, Brendan, let's talk for a little bit about the Coke 600. I mean, that was a, oh. a wild, crazy – and, and you know, first it was a wild and crazy race, but to run 600 miles and for that race to be as competitive as it was for 600 miles, I think it is a true testament to this new race car and also how racy these drivers are. Well, I mean, first, it was the longest Coke 600 in history, which, that, I mean, listen, anytime it's something that's history, right, you got to bring it up. Longest race the in longest NASCAR history. Any race in that's NASCAR right. history, yes. Nope. So, I mean, that was that was dang impressive. But, you know, the way I looked at it, you and I had some bad beats, Motley, bad beats. Uh, we had we had some winners locked in there, and, and my man Austin Dillon made the move to get me that top three, and it didn't end well for him. But 
Denny Hamlin finally won. Uh, you know what? He's won. He's won Daytona, of course. Now he's won the Coke 600. So Denny Hamlin is, you know, winning the crown jewels of our sport. And and what a way to do it. I mean, he won the longest ever race in Coke 600 in NASCAR history and did a heck of a job doing it. You know, and sometimes it's about surviving. Obviously, first time he's won there in, in 17 tries to win the Coke 600, and he really was. I mean, he was a survivor in this race. And guess what, Brendan? He was another double-digit winner, double digit. of course. Came in 12-1 to 1 to win the race. He was plus 330 for a top three. Uh, he was also in the plus line against Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch, plus 115 against Kyle Larson, a plus 105 against Kyle Busch, and he was straight up against Chase Elliott, won that. And he was not the favorite in Group A, but he came in, he won Group A at a plus 300. So if you had Denny Hamlin, and we have to give a little bit of a shout-out, a little pat on the back to our pit crew, they did pick Denny Hamlin to win the race. Wyatt is celebrating behind the glass right now, by the way. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, gets they, hey, listen, we talk. Pick it, picking a, a 43-man horse race is tough to do. Wyatt and the boys, and and uh, the, I don't know whose choice that one was. I don't know if that was on, if that, oh, oh Wyatt, he's, he's giving himself the pat on the chest. He's saying that was all him. So great job. But uh, now, Jeff, that's our third different driver this year to win, to have double, you know, to win two races. So our theory of 17, 16, 17 race winners, it took a little shot, but I still think we got a chance to get them. Well, we know we've got at least, what, three? We got four four road courses, or three, three, three road courses coming up. We still have Atlanta and we have Daytona. So those are five tracks right there where you know almost anything can happen. By the way, I will just say this about Wyatt beating his chest back there. There's an old saying Failure is an orphan. Success has many fathers. So let's we're not exactly sure who picked it, but he is going to take credit for it. I, he's, he's, he's really smiling now, by the way. He's very happy who, about it. Who that. knows who's heard that saying? Where, where, is that a, West, a Virginia thing? Maybe. Hey, look, you went to okay, college check. pretty much right across the river from Virginia. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. New one to me. I think, um, I, think I share the scratching of my head with the v crew behind the glass going, <laughs> never heard it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take, I guess what we did not have this week, though, Brendan, we did not have a double-digit top three guy. Our guy's getting points in the top three. We talked about Denny Hamlin. Kyle Busch was a plus 150. Kevin Harvick kind of survived all the carnage, as did Kyle Busch, by the way, driving through that last wreck without hitting anything. Kevin Harvick at a plus 850. Uh, and then some names. Uh, Chase Briscoe, who has the win this year at Phoenix, he rebounded well. Christopher Bell, who seemed to have gone to the back about three different times, got a fifth. Tyler Reddick finally had a good run, finishing sixth. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. again, it seems every week he is right there. Uh, he came in seventh. Michael McDowell with an eighth. And Kyle Larson, who went from saying, this is the worst race of my life to almost winning the race, still gets a top ten coming in ninth and Alex Bowman tenth. How about some of the – I mean, look, are we believing in Ricky Stenhouse yet as a better? If I can find Ricky Stenhouse in a group, if I can find Ricky Stenhouse anywhere, I am right now. It's, it's kind of like, remember last year, Ross Chastain? Was, was cashing all those tickets for us. We were talking about him constantly. Well, right now, that's Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I think that's, I, I got to go back and look. Four of the last six races, top five, top ten, uh, maybe maybe five of the last seven or something. I mean, absolutely stunning what Ricky Stenhouse is able to do right now. And look at the names up there still. Christopher Bell still doing great. Tyler Reddick still continuing to run strong. I mean, you've got some people in this top ten that are making it very difficult for us to handicap these races this year, man. This this new car has been absolutely fantastic. No, you're exactly right. And I think with Stenhouse, you know, there's an old saying about the eye test. Oh, no. 
No, oh, no, no. The eye test. You know, some people say, oh, this guy's good on paper. Sometimes you say, okay, this guy passes the eye test. Well, we were so used to Stenhouse being good at Daytona and Talladega, but I've watched the guy race. He is being competitive every week. He's not just missing wrecks and getting lucky or having a gas mileage run. Stenhouse has literally been a top 10 car every week. So I think he's a guy that uh, I will not be surprised if he actually breaks through all the way to victory lane on a track other than Atlanta or uh, Daytona. And the reason I throw Atlanta in there now is because with the new banking at Atlanta, even though it's a mile-and-a-half track, I think it's more like Daytona and Talladega than it is a Charlotte, a Texas, a Vegas, or a Kansas. Well, and how about this? I mean, Ricky Stenhouse, seventh and fifth in the two stages. So to your point, it isn't like Ricky, you know, missed the wreck and was able to get there. It wasn't like Ricky had a, 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 a mediocre day and did something at the end. He ran seventh in stage one, fifth in stage two, end of the day in seventh I mean that when are we going to start believing this JTG racing team and Ricky Stenhouse this is he's having the year of his career I, Eric Almarola remember a couple of years ago when when he came out of nowhere like this again the, uh, Ricky Stenhouse is that that Cinderella this year for us well but you know we also gave him the kiss of death because all three of us picked him to win his group <laughs> and he didn't manage to win his group despite coming in seventh so uh, How does he not win that group I think Chase, finishing seventh? Was it Chase Briscoe in the same group, I yeah, believe? Yeah, but so. it's, it's still <laughs> – I mean, come on. How do you? How does Ricky not win? He was group E or something like that, and he, he finished seventh and doesn't win. Come on, you're killing me. No, no, you're right. Are, you talked a little while ago, just a minute ago, rather, about our point standings right now, and you're right. We've got 11 different winners now in 14 races, which is starting to make guys like Kurt Busch and Austin Sendrick maybe – Breathe a little bit better right now because we still, but we still have some really, really good names out there. Notably, Ryan Blaney, Martin Truex Jr., uh, who have not found victory lane. Kevin Harvick, he also didn't find it last year. Uh, but we were talking off air about Ross Chastain right now. I mean, he is technically the standings leader because of his two wins and his 455 points. He's second overall behind Chase Elliott in total points. Uh, just a remarkable season that we're starting to see out of Ross Chastain. Look, uh, he made a believer out of all of us early, and he he's the first one to win two races. He he's got he's he's second in points overall, and leading the championship standings with the two wins. I mean, this right now, Trackhouse. If I'm Daniel Suarez right now, I'm scratching my head. I'm sitting there going, "What is going on?" And, but you and me as betters, I'm looking at that saying, at some point, Daniel Suarez is going to start hitting this. I'm going to start pounding some Daniel Suarez bets here pretty soon because no way. Can that team run that well and the other one still finish where they are? I, I think that that to me is a sign right there of of things to come for for Trackhouse Daniel Suarez. But notice there's a name missing. We've been bragging a bunch right now about Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Five race, four or five races in a row, top ten. Not in the top seventeen. Yeah, yeah. That's it was, how it was bad, that bad start. Such a rough yeah, start. And that's what I'm saying is is all of a sudden you look at these standings and you go, man, we've been talking about Ricky Stenhouse, but he's not even there yet. So that that's which one are we going to get the rest of the season? Right now, I'm pounding him till he stops till he stops telling me he's going to finish in these spots. Well, and you mentioned Daniel Suarez. I would argue he had the best car at Charlotte. He led a lot of laps at Charlotte. The way he went out, he took the lead from Kyle Busch. He took the lead from Kyle Larson. Unfortunately, he got caught up in an accident um, because – Every time he came in the pits with the lead, he was coming out in third or fourth or fifth position. I think right now it, the crew has got to step up and 
be as good as Daniel is being on the racetrack right now. I'd say the same thing for Bubba Wallace right now. I mean, a week ago, Bubba has to go to the rear of the field because they let a tire loose. And this week, he ends up getting parked because his crew chief didn't know all the rules. So, I mean, you got a couple guys right there in Bubba Wallace and Daniel Suarez because uh, you also, when you talk about Daniel Suarez, he's not in that top 18 either. They've had two of the best cars on the racetrack the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about guys that, it's great. Fresh blood, right? It's not the people we're always talking about being up front. These are guys that are doing it. And that's why I keep saying Daniel Suarez has got to turn this around at some point. He's been too fast not to do it. Well, and I think when you look at what we've got coming up next on the schedule, I mean, this weekend, the new race at Gateway, uh, everybody's going to be kind of a little bit of a level playing field. And then we're going to have a couple of road courses. We have Sonoma and we have Elkhart Lake at Road America. Right between that is Nashville. And then we go to Atlanta. So, I mean, when I look at those next five races on the schedule, I look at great opportunities for a number of guys, including guys like Suarez, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse, that we don't even see in the top 18 right now. I really like uh, Daniel Suarez at Elkhart Lake and Sonoma at the road courses. Uh, I really do. And I really like guys like Daniel Suarez at, at some of these tracks, Nashville's and, and Gateways. I think this is a good shot for these guys to get off the schneid. Well, it's exciting this week that we're going to be going to a new racetrack. I think anytime we do that, we saw that with Nashville uh, last year. Going out to Gateway this week, and we come back on Gone Racing, Brendan and I will start breaking down the odds to win in top three in St. Louis. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Back here on Gone Racing, Jeff Motley. Brendan Gone is joining me remote from Ensenada, I guess. Is that where you are? In Ensenada, Mexico? For the, for yes, the sir. Baja 500. I screwed that up in the opening segment. Is it Ensenada? Is that yep, where you're staying? Yep, 
Okay. We, that's we we've been in San Felipe pre-running. Uh, then we got done on that side, the the Sea Cortez side. We moved back to the coast side. And now we're here till the start of the race. Does that race make a loop or is it like a one-way race? How does that go? This is a loop race. Okay. It, it starts and ends in Ensenada, right, right on at the Riviera. So where it's been starting and finishing for since my daddy raced in the seventies. And for those of you who are watching us uh, on YouTube or where else you might watch us, Brennan is doing us all a favor by not showing us the beautiful bay and ocean that is on the other side of him and his hotel room. <laughs> all right, looks pretty nice. I'm looking at it. I know you are, and we're not. So, all right, this weekend, first Cup race ever out at uh, Gateway International Raceway in St. Louis. Kudos to Curtis Francois, Chris Blair, and the whole group out there. Chris Blair, a good friend of ours here at the Speedway, used to run the, the drag strip out here at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, now the GM out at Gateway. What is Gateway International Raceway, or Worldwide Technology Raceway, as it's called now? It's a 1.25-mile oval, 11 degrees of banking in turns one and two, nine degrees in turns three and four. And, Brendan, I actually like to call this a flat Darlington because one turn is much wider than the other turn. It's kind of a pear-shaped racetrack. But you've raced there, and um, who won the truck race in 03 that might have a little bit of knowledge on this uh, this track? <laughs> Don't you remember? I, I remember that one very well. No, look, what's fun about Worldwide Technologies, and Chris is going to be mad at you for misnaming it. You know, I mean, come on. You've got to, got to get those names in there. I recover. Uh, <laughs> with this new car, as much as they can shift. So even back in the days, in those days, we shifted at St. Louis. We downshifted. I downshifted actually in both corners. Most people just downshifted in one and two. So with this new car, I bet you're going to see a lot of that, those flames out of the exhaust pipes because I think you're going to see them downshift. Not once. I think you might even see two downshifts in turn one. So going to be interesting who knows how to shift in the corners who's going to know how to really put that thing down and then a whole lot of people here have raced and have won at this racetrack in recent history too not going back to my day but some guys recently have won there so i got some good stats when we get into the odds well that's the interesting thing we got some guys that haven't won there since the bush administration um I mean, heck, I might be guys that won during the Clinton administration there that's still running. I don't know. Uh, it has been quite a while ago. In fact, just for background, the while we've talked about the Cup Series has never raced there, the Xfinity Series hasn't raced there since 2010, but the Truck Series has continued to race there for a number of years, including racing there the last few years. So the guys that are recently in the Truck Series, certainly much more familiar. Let's take, an odd, uh, take a look at our odds to win. Our co-favorites, Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch, one of those guys that won during the Bush administration there at plus 800. Martin Trix Jr., Danny Hamlin, last week's winner coming in at plus 900. Then we got a bunch of guys at 10 to 1. William Byron, Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Tyler Reddick, 12 to 1, along with Christopher Bell, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano at 16 to 1, Alex Bowman, 18, Chase Briscoe, 25, Kurt Busch, Eric Almarola, 30, Daniel Suarez, 40, Eric Jones, Bubba Wallace, and Austin Sendrick at 60 to 1. What jumps out there, Brendan? Well, if I'm going off of experience, I'm looking at a bunch of these names. I mean, I can look right now and circle four guys on that list. Bubba Wallace won in 2014. Uh, uh, Ross Chastain. You know, come on, Ross Chastain's been great everywhere. He's double-digit, 10 to 1. They still aren't believing in him. And he won in 2019. Cole Custer, he's not on this page. He's got a win there. There's Christopher Bell has a win there. So you got some guys that have, you know, 12 to 1, 10 to 1. You got some really good numbers here on guys that have won, but I'm looking at this place very similar to Phoenix, little banking on one side, really flat on the other. So you can look down at Phoenix and maybe get some, some numbers there. And then you start screaming, chase Elliott's, you start screaming, Alex Bowman's, you got chase Briscoe who won this year. 
So this is going to be a tough race to handicap, but a lot of names, a lot of good returns scream out to me, not just the favorites at Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch and, and the, and the Martin Truex is the, the front runners, you know, and I, I gotta believe Kyle Larson has very, very few laps on this track because he was never a full-time guy in the truck series from what I can remember. So he probably has had very, very few laps around gateway. So uh, he doesn't have nearly the experience. Some of the other guys, one guy I really like in there, you mentioned Ross Chastain. He won here in two night, 2019. So he is the most recent winner at gateway that is in the field because the last two uh, truck series races there, I believe Sheldon Creed won and he obviously is not in the cup race. So I think Chastain's recent familiarity and he didn't win it with the best truck probably either. He was racing for Nice Motorsports and kind of historically it's been the Kyle Busch Motorsports trucks that have been so good. So I think Ross Chastain definitely going to be a guy to watch out for. Now let's take a look at our longer shots. Some, you know, sometimes we get these guys finding their way to victory lane, and some of those names we've talked about: Austin Dillon and Brad Keselowski at sixty to one. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. There's that guy again, eighty to one. Chris Chris Busher a hundred to one. Cole Custer, AJ Allmendinger, getting back into the seat this week at two hundred to one, and then some much longer shots. But those include Michael McDowell at five hundred to one and Justin Haley at five hundred to one. A couple of guys that have had some good runs over the last month. Well, look, and Justin Haley, he comes off a third-place finish, what, three weeks ago? At, at uh, And now Justin Haley, he's won here in 2018. He's 500-1. to one. Uh, I will give a little pause on Dinger. Dinger is not going to be able to qualify or practice. He is going to be up in Portland for the Xfinity race, and then Ben Rhodes is practicing qualifying, and then he's coming in. Huge disadvantage to me for A.J. Allmendinger. You know how we're normally pretty high on him when he shows up in the Cup Series in that college car. So not quite as high as him, but Justin Haley, third place a few weeks ago, former winner here, 500 to one. You're looking for the super duper long shot. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but stranger things happen. Brendan, let me ask you a question. Talk about the A.J. Allman thing. So we know that College Racing has shared that car between Daniel Hemrick, Noah Gregson, and A.J. Allmendinger throughout the year. A.J. probably has the least amount of experience at Gateway. Now, I understand he's the older, the veteran driver who may be going back and forth between Portland, Oregon, and St. Louis, or actually it's the, the track itself is in Illinois. Um, but wouldn't you think that maybe having either Gregson or Hemrick who have raced on that racetrack much more recently would be a better choice than putting A.J. in there? No, I think that A.J.'s shifting ability, his road course ability, and I just talked earlier about this car and how you have to shift it. All of them have to come from Portland. Noah and and Daniel are all in Portland for the road course race. So to me, having the dinger, his ability to adapt to cars quickly, I think that's a, a why they've done it. But I still think it's a disadvantage. Um, but I do like some guys on the second page. Like you said, Cole Custer, former winner here too, on the second page. So a lot of big numbers stick out to me. An 80-1 to one on Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I mean, we've talked about the guy. I mean, he keeps finishing in the top 10. Every week. And, and I mean, when you look at how competitive these races have been, it's kind of, I'm not sitting here advocating saying, oh man, you got to go bet Ricky Stenhouse Jr. But you know, you got five bucks laying around. You want to just throw it on Ricky Stenhouse Jr. to win this race. I mean, it, that ain't the worst thing in the world. I just, I think let's talk about him in the top three. I'll take him in the top three in a heartbeat right now. Well, speaking of top threes, let's get to the top threes. Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch both coming in at plus 200. Then Martin Tricks Jr., Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, plus 250. William Byron, Ross Chastain, and Chase Elliott, plus 280. Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell at 300. Kevin Harvick and Logano at 450. Bowman is 500. Briscoe, 650. Kurt Busch, Eric Almirola at 850, and we get into a couple of those double-digit guys, Suarez and Cindric at 11-1, to 1, Eric Jones, Bubba Wallace at 17-1. to 1. 
man, there's a bunch of guys between 200 and 300. Yeah, and and the problem is that those numbers went way down from the from the odds to win. But if you get to that second page, Motley, there's some guys I really do like on 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 our longer distance odds for a top three. Well, you know that was one of the big things we talked about the fact that we had been getting these double digit guys, and we didn't get one last week. But look at this: Austin Dillon and Brad Keselowski, seventeen to one. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. That guy, twenty. Chris Busher's 25, Cole Custer and A.J. Allmendinger are 50, Ty Dillon, Michael McDowell, Justin Haley, Harrison Burton, all at 100. Yeah, I mean, this this is where I come in and say, okay, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., as good as he's been running, a 20-to-1 shot, I kind of like that. Austin Dillon, as good as he's been running, 17-to-1, I kind of like that. Justin Haley, now top three, already proved he can do it. He's got to win here. He's got to be feeling good coming to this track. There's the 100-to-1 shot. Could we see a triple-digit top three-er? I mean, you never know. I, I would be willing to put Justin Haley and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. both in a in a not super long shot version of a top three at this racetrack this weekend. Well, and you know, the one name we mentioned there, the guy at the top of the list, we really didn't talk about him that much from Charlotte is Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon is a guy that made a great pit stop decision at Charlotte to take on four tires. But again, you've got to be there even for that strategy to work. He had a chance. He was going for the win. I think Austin Dillon is a guy who's starting to show some consistency there. And look, let's face it, the pressure for Austin Dillon, it's on right now because he is right there on the cusp with his teammate uh, Tyler Reddick, with Eric Almarola, trying to get into that 16th position in the event that we don't get that many winners. Well, and he's got a, got a lot of heat. Tyler Reddick is plus 300. He's 17 to one for a top three. So, I mean, he's got to be feeling the sting of that, you know, that Tyler Reddick running so well, finishing up there, he's not. So there's definitely, he's definitely got a little, little nervous, nervous going on in that situation. Well, there's definitely a lot of different good numbers up there that we've got right now in the top threes. And um, and we talked about the double-digit guys potentially getting into top three, but the fact that, Brendan, you brought it up right there, there's not uh, that far-fetched that we could literally end up somebody that's in the triple digits getting a top three. So we'll see what happens there. Okay, we come back on Gone Racing. We'll start breaking down our driver head-to-head matchups, and we'll probably get into our top threes when we come back on Gone Racing. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show? Check out the Gone Racing Podcast. It's free and available now at vsin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each NASCAR Cup Series race. The Gone Racing Podcast is free and available now at vsin.com slash podcasts. And while you're there, catch up all the other VEASAN shows as well. Jeff Motley, along with Brendan Gone, joining us remotely from Ensenada, getting ready for the Baja 500, talking about this weekend's inaugural race at Worldwide Technology Raceway just outside of St. Louis, just across the Mississippi River in, uh, what is it, Madison, Illinois, I believe is the actual town the track is in. And, uh, Brendan, it's time to start talking head-to-heads, and we don't have necessarily big numbers, but we've got a lot of numbers here. And Denny Hamlin is the guy that, uh, if you're going on the don't line right now, Kyle Larson plus 105, Martin Truex Jr. plus 105, Kyle Busch plus 105, and William Byron plus 105, all against Denny Hamlin's minus 125. Uh, Any big numbers jump out at you? You know, what I look at is Ryan Blaney. I mean, finished uh, finished 
uh, thir- f- uh, fourth this year at Phoenix, which I said is very similar. And Ryan Blaney has a lot of plus 110s. Plus 110 versus Chase Elliott, plus 110 versus Ross, plus 105 versus Seabell. I do like a lot of these numbers uh, on on Ryan Blaney, even though we, we sometimes say not the closer, but I do like that. I mean, he's he's been pretty strong at, at the short tracks and at mile and a half, so I do like uh, a Ryan Blaney on some of those lines. So while we like to talk about the don't line, you've got Ryan Blaney on the do line. Yeah, I mean, look, he's in the last five short track races in NASCAR. He's got four top tens, three top fives. No wins to show for it, but still, fantastic numbers on these short tracks. I do like some of that right there. I do, and it's plus one tens. It's not a one hundred five. It's it's got a, a, a you know a standard big return right there with a plus one ten, a ten percent juice. I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that win all day long. You know, if I told you before the season started that the very first week of June, Ryan Blaney would be plus 110 to Ross Chastain's minus 125, <laughs> we would have just basically said we're quitting the show that we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, that's how good Ross Chastain has become, though. I mean, minus 125. I'm talking about Ryan Blaney. Guess who finished second at Phoenix this year? Ross Chastain. So there's a reason why he's minus 125 right now. Yeah, and, you know, it's confidence, too. I mean, that, that team's just got confidence. I mean, they know they're going to go out. They expect to run well now. I think Justin Marks expects his cars to unload and run well every week. And um, I think even Justin, I think he's got a, a third car that's going to be in a race a little bit later on this year. I think he's got one of the IndyCar guys or, or Formula One guys. No, Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah, Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen coming. Formula One driver, yeah. yeah no. So that's going to be interesting. They, they, they've announced that deal where that's going to be interesting now. Wouldn't bet on it when they come, but still going to be fun to watch. Well, absolutely. Okay, let's start talking about our group matchups now. Our group A, uh, it's a really, really tightly bunched group A. Denny Hamlin is the favorite, maybe coming off of his win last week at plus 260. Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch both at plus 270. Martin Trix Jr., the long shot there, at plus 285. And, boy, I think that's a hard one to handicap, Brendan. It is. I mean, I just go back and once again, I like to go to the stats, right? Last five races on short tracks, Denny Hamlin average finished 13 last five races uh, on short tracks for, for Martin Truex Jr. is 15, two guys right there. I can kind of take out of the list right off the bat, as far as just going to a short track, right? Now you look at the last five on a Kyle Larson or a Kyle Busch. Well, Kyle Busch, 7.4 Kyle Larson, uh, only uh, 13-0. So I like Kyle Busch in this just based off the numbers. And Kyle Busch, remember, when he runs a new racetrack with new stuff, he's always been good. Remember the Bristol stuff? Remember over the years, he's always kind of shown up well at these new tracks. You know, and you talk about Kyle Busch, and what what else does Kyle Busch really, really like? He really, really likes practice. And NASCAR yes, is giving them an extra practice on Friday to get ready for this race because it's a brand new racetrack. I think Kyle Busch getting the extra seat time, the extra laps in, I think is certainly going to play well for him in this race. And Kyle, he's probably, you know, he probably remembers this track better than some of the old guys from when he raced there because Kyle seems to have like a photographic memory when it comes to racetracks. So Kyle Busch, a very strong contender, I think, in Group A. Okay. Group B, William Byron is the favorite, plus 255. Chase Elliott and Ross Chastain at plus 270. And Ryan Blaney at plus 295. Uh, Boy, I tell you, I'm really high on Chastain this week. So I'll let you talk about Group B. No, so am I. I, You know, I mean, I can can give you stats that, you know, Chase Elliott, what he's done at Phoenix, he's been really good there. Ryan Blaney, I just gave you some. William Byron, 
three, two top fives and a win in the last five short track races. But I just, I love momentum. I love, you know, all those things we talk about. Ross Jastain has it. He's won there. He's going in there with that attitude that he has, that swagger that he has. And, and, you know, this is a track that you beat and bang on people and, and they let him, they let Ross run all over them in tracks like this. So I think this is going to play into Ross Jastain's hands. I really like him in group B. You know, before we move to group C, you've talked a lot about Phoenix. You mentioned Phoenix a lot. Um, I guess maybe from the naked eye, as a, as a person who who is never obviously raced on these tracks, I almost see a blend of Darlington, New Hampshire, and Phoenix all three together. But you have raced on all of these tracks, so you feel like it is the greatest comparison is Phoenix, even though the track's a little bit bigger. Yeah, because because the two corners are similar to Phoenix. You have the one flat, one with a little banking tighter just like Phoenix has Milwaukee. We used to make that, you know, some of us used to talk about Milwaukee back in the day, two flat corners were similar to gateway, uh, New Hampshire, two flat corners, but Phoenix is the one that has two diabolically different corners, just like gateways. That's why I'm, I'm doing so much comparison to Phoenix this week. Good to know, since I have to do the promo at the end of the show. So I know what I can there talk about a little bit. So you're helping me out today, BG. All right, hey, let's guys. take a look at uh, our group C. Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, and Alex Bowman are all coming in at plus 280. Tyler Reddick is a long shot there at plus 320. That's a that's a big number on uh, Mr. Reddick. Oh, I read, misread that wrong. I'm sorry. Christopher Bell's the favorite at 220. Joey and Alex are 280, and Reddick is 320. Yeah, you know, and, and you look at this. Uh, you know, we like Tyler Reddick as much as he's been running lately. He has been running so well, but so is Christopher Bell. Five races, three top tens on the short tracks. You know, it makes me look at that and go, mm, man, I do really like Seabell, you know, at, at this place. But if I look back, where was Christopher Bell? Got uh, He's got a win yeah, there in the trucks. Yeah, no, he has a win there in the trucks. I, I I like the bookends. I like the top or bottom. If you're going to do it, I like Seabell or I like Tyler Reddick. The middle two to me are kind of the most blah on that group. Well, I, do, I completely agree with you there. And Christopher Bell's a guy, I mean, every week, week in, week out, he's being consistent. And, you know, Reddick has been, a, been he's run well every week, but he hasn't always finished well every week. He's been a little more inconsistent. And I think I like Bell's consistency there. Okay, looking at Group D, our favorite there is Kevin Harvick at plus 235, Kurt Busch plus 240, Chase Briscoe plus 295, and the longest of long shots, Eric Almarola coming in at a plus 330. I know you always say, what have you done for me lately? Well, guess what? Kevin Harvick in the last five short track races, which is basically just this year, sixth, second, ninth, 14th at Martinsville. Okay. But eighth, sixth, second, ninth. Kevin Harvick absolutely knows how to get it done. And you and I both know, I think he used to have the deed to, to Phoenix raceway. So I really like Kevin Harvick in this group. Now, Chase Elliott or Chase Briscoe won the last race though. So I might have a hedge on my bets here when we talk a little later. Uh, I, I, I got a way to kind of hedge these two out and see if I can't play both of them. But what? I like Harvick, I like Briscoe, and I like a way to hedge it. And that was really standing out to me was when you started talking Phoenix and thinking Chase Briscoe because he didn't just win that first race at Phoenix. I mean, he really kind of went out there and, and dominated the second half of that race. Oh, yeah. in, in fact, it was probably one of the more dominating performances that we've seen this year because so many races, no one's been able to dominate. So that one kind of stuck with me a little bit. All right, let's take a look at our Group E. Daniel Suarez comes in as the favorite there at plus 205. Eric Jones and Austin Dillon both at plus 290. 
and Austin Cindric at a plus 325. Uh, this one's kind of all over the board. Well, the problem I have with, with my guy, Austin Dillon, is anytime you have to shift, I struggle with Dillon. You know, he just, he's been getting so much better on his short track racing and or on his road course racing and has approved so much, but he's up against a guy like Daniel Suarez, who has a good background. He's got Austin Cindric at 325. Now remember Austin Cindric has raced everything and he has raced a lot at worldwide technologies raceway. So 325 Austin Cindric. I really like that. Really like that. Yeah. And you like to talk, you've been talking a little bit about the road course comparison because of the shifting, you know, Austin Cindric won 13 races in the Xfinity series in his career. Five of them came on road courses at five different road courses. So I think he has certainly proven himself as capable when he does have to shift. So I'm kind of with you. I look at Austin Cindric right there. I see him as a, a guy who could certainly win it. And, and a guy like Daniel Suarez, I mean, he has been consistent all year. He's As far as running, he just hasn't finished consistently. I like the top and, top and bottom of those. Like I told you, you, you either got the top or bottom to me in that one, but the 325 is really enticing to me to say, ooh, that's a big return in Group E, Jeff. Well, we've only got one group left. When we come back on Gone Racing, we will talk about Group F, and then we will begin the process of breaking down who is going to do well in all of our various uh, manufacturer props. Back on Gone Racing. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Welcome back to our final segment here on Gone Racing this week, talking about the inaugural race coming up at Worldwide Technology Raceway, Gateway International Raceway outside of St. Louis. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone, who's actually joining us remote this week from Ensenada, Mexico, where he's running in the Baja 500. And, Brendan, we only got one group left. We got the, uh, the Group F. Brad Keselowski, Bubba Wallace, and Chris Busher are all coming in at a plus 260. And then there's that guy, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., plus 310 is a long shot. Uh, listen, I don't know what it's going to take to get the odds makers to start buying into into this, but I love they haven't bought into it yet. Ricky Stenhouse, Group F, plus 310, lock of the week for me. Look, Brad Keselowski has won here in a bush car in like 2008. Uh, uh, Bubba Wallace won in 2014 in a truck. Chris Boucher has run both, has run well in a truck here, but nobody comes in with what they've been doing lately, like Ricky Stenhouse. And I just think Ricky Stenhouse is an absolute lock for this pick. And especially given the fact that he's a long shot at plus 310, I think that yeah, makes him even, even a greater value. So we were the kiss of death on him last week, even though we had a great run last week. We just he finished seventh. We didn't see Chris, Chris uh, or Chase Briscoe having the run he was having. All right, let's. Uh, we got our props back this week. You know, with the end of the last segment, I couldn't get the word prop out. I don't know why. I was all tongue tied here. So, you know, it, it happens sometimes, right? It's kind of, uh, you know, it's a, what are we, live to tape, right? So, all right, let's look at our Chevy prop. Kyle Larson's a favorite, plus 350. Then Byron Chastain and Elliott all 450. Reddick 500. Bowman 750. The double digit guys, Suarez at 12 to 1. Eric Jones and Austin Dillon 18. Stenhouse at 30. Almondinger 50. Ty Dillon, Justin Haley, 100, and uh, we'll talk about Josh Balicki at 500. Listen, you know, we talk a lot about how tough it is for the Chevrolet's top top manufacturer pick, but Kyle Larson at 350 is better than his top three odds. He's plus 200 for top three, so if you're going to pick Kyle Larson, pick him to be a top Chevrolet at plus 350. You get better return. Um, I like him. I like Ross Chastain. We talked about that. I like Chase Elliott at 450. I think it's going to be a tough battle for the top Chevy, though. This is why... I don't think I'll pick a top Chevy pick all year long. Well, I kind of like your thought process there on Kyle Larson. If you can get anywhere where you can get a plus 350 on Kyle Larson, boy, it's hard to pass that up. So I really kind of like that one. I'm with you 100% there. It's a tough one to pick, but I just think that's a great number on Kyle Larson. All right, let's take a look at our top Ford picks this week. Ryan Blaney comes in as the favorite at plus 200. Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick at plus 350. Chase Briscoe is plus 550. Eric Almirola is 800. Brad Keselowski, Austin Sendrick, 14 to 1. Chris Buescher is 20. Cole Custer, 30. Harrison Burton, Michael McDowell, 100. Yaley, Cody Ware, BJ McLeod at 200. Watch out for that Chase Briscoe at 550 and Harvick 350. I like both of those. Uh, just based off of Phoenix, you know, recent history, Phoenix, short track. I think there's a lot of stat that says Chase and Kevin Harvick are a good shot for the top Ford. But once again, a lot of choices there for a top Ford. I can narrow it down to two of them, though. You know, I think the thing that kind of strikes me as I start looking at this list is just to see that the Fords have just have not been as seem to be as strong this year. I know Blaney won the all-star race and Logano got a win earlier this year, but the Fords just don't seem as strong because I just don't see as many guys up there where I say, man, that guy, he, he ought to be the guy to win this thing. So um, I, I would stay away from that one if it were me. Uh, but you just named the short tracks, the, the Coliseum in Phoenix, and that was all Fords. Chase Briscoe, Ryan Blaney, Kevin Harvick, 
a lot of Fords in those at, at Phoenix and the short tracks. No, you're right. Okay, let's take a look at our top Toyota pick. Kyle Busch coming in as the favorite at plus 225. Denny Hamlin is plus 250. Martin Truex Jr. also plus 250. Christopher Bell is plus 310. Kurt Busch at 900 and Bubba at 14 to 1. You know, but we always talk about this one because it's such a short field, right? This is this is my favorite of the manufacturer props because there's only six choices here. Uh, Denny Hamlin, I, I've made an argument for just about all these guys, but you know, you want you want a flyer. Bubba Wallace been running really good, just hasn't finished in there. If they can put it together, fourteen to one, he's got a shot as the long shot in the Toyota field. I don't dislike it. Well, I think it's going to be interesting, but I'll kind of go back what you said about the Chevrolets with Kyle Larson about Kyle Bush's odds to finish top Toyota are better odds on him than he is to finish top three. And, top three. I, and yep. I mentioned earlier the fact that Kyle Bush is going to get an extra practice session on Friday. I think that's, uh, I think that's going to be a huge positive for him. So uh, I really like Kyle Bush here as a top Toyota. Okay. So Unfortunately, Brendan, we have to talk about how we did at the Coke 600, which we. <sighs> We yeah, also, there's bad beats, man. I know. So Brendan and I both probably had three winners with two laps to go in regulation. <laughs> but then, what was the what's the proverbial saying? All hell broke loose, and at that point, yeah. um, it all went south for us. So again, kudos to the pit crew for picking Denny Hamlin as a winner. He was twelve to one. Uh, big win for the pit crew. Made a move. Still did not get him out of the cellar. So we still get to give their their picks away first, but uh, they definitely are gaining ground on both of us there, uh, there, Brendan. So our hats off to the pit crew. They needed it. We, we, they needed, they needed to get off that schneid. I'll take it. I'll take the 12 to one for Denny. They need it. Now, if we can all just spread ourselves out this week, all of us get into a nice positive number. We can start looking for like professionals here. Well, the pit crew swung for the fences on a 12 to one last week. So I think this week they decided to tap the brakes a little bit. So I'm going to read off the pit crew picks because, they're in last, and they get to go first. Joey Logano for a top three at plus 450. Martin Truex Jr. is the top Toyota at plus 250. Chase Elliott to win Group B, plus 270. Tyler Reddick to win Group C at a plus 320. And Daniel Suarez to win Group E at a plus 205. Brendan? Well, that, that's kind of exciting. I think I'm going to be going head-to-head with them in a couple of these, in these matchups. So, you know, look, I, I told you a second ago, Jeff, I think I'm going to – be able to head. I found a way to do a little bit of hedging again, and I, I like hedging my bets a little bit. I could still win both of them, even so. That's the good news. I want to start off. I had Kyle Bush to win, and I scratched it out. I got it written right here. Kyle Bush win, scratched it out. I, I I do like the Kyle Bush win, but I like the groups this week so much. So I'm starting off with a Harvick top three, and this is where my hedge comes in. Harvick in the top three, yet I'm going to take Cindric in group or not. Sorry, Cindric. Uh, uh, Briscoe in group D there's my hedge Harvick is plus 450 for the top three and Briscoe's plus 295 in group D now if I get both ways Briscoe wins the race Kevin you know Kevin gets the top three gets second or third I'm a happy camper so I'm playing my little hedge there I can get a good return on both of them then I'm still going to stay in the group matchups for the rest of them I got uh Cindric in group E I just we talked ourselves into that 325, uh, this style track. I do like it. Uh, I got uh, Stenhouse in Group F, 310. How well he's been running, and then I'm going to go back up into Group B until Ross Chastain cools off. I am sticking with with Ross Chastain, man. He has been too hot, even though he's up against heavy hitters right there. How about the fact we're picking Ross Chastain in a group with Chase Elliott, William Byron, and Ryan Blaney? That that was I did not expect that when the season started. 
Well, I'm going to pick Chastain in a group against 35 other guys. So I'm going Chastain uh, to win at 10 to 1. I I am I am really all in on Ross this week again. It's because of that truck win 3 years ago, his consistency, how strong he's been week to week and I think he's going to have a huge confidence factor going to the into this. I normally take a lot of groups. I'm only going two groups this week, but my eggs are in the Chastain basket. I'm going to take Ross in group B there at plus 270. And I'm going to go Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in Group F, so I'm with you at a plus 310. My other two picks, I'm going to go with manufacturer picks. And I know you said you would never take a, a Chevy uh, prop, but you give me a 350 on Kyle Larson, I'm just not going to leave it dangling out there. Love Kyle Larson there at plus 350. And then I'm going to go over to the Toyotas, and uh, it goes back to what I was talking about, the whole practice thing, if you will. Uh, Kyle Busch uh, for a top uh, for the top Toyota, I just really like that. I know he's the favorite, but it's a plus 225 again. A better number than if he were in the top three. So, uh, really like Kyle Busch there. I, like I said, Kyle Larson, I pointed that out. Kyle Larson, I don't like the top Chevys normally, but but you got 350. He's a plus 200 for a top three. I do like the Kyle Larson bet. He, it's hard to go against him. He is so good everywhere we go. Well, Brendan, we got just over a minute to go. How about giving everybody a lap around Gateway? It's something most of our race fans, unless they watch truck races over the last 10 years, haven't even seen a race there. So take us on a lap. Yeah, I'm excited about how this new car is going to work out, honestly. I don't know how many times they're going to downshift. I do think we're going to see two downshifts on this, Jeff. I think you're going to see the guys cross the start-finish line, go into turn one. I think they're going to drop two gears and get all the way down into that fourth gear drive that thing around the bottom of, of gateway. You got to get it to turn. Well, you go down the back straightaway up shift twice. You're going to go into turn three and then you get that Phoenix style, big flat turn. You can enter the bottom. You can enter the middle. You can even enter the top float it all the way around one downshift there and then drive down the front straightaway. Fun racetrack, fun place to race excited that the cup series is going there. Well, I think it's always exciting when we get a new uh, a new racetrack on the schedule, so we'll see that this weekend at Gateway. Brendan, we're all wishing you good luck this weekend down there in Mexico in the Baja 500. Uh, really excited for next week. Uh, we come back on our show next week. We're going to wrap up this race at Gateway, and we're going to talk about the road course, wine country in Sonoma, and we get to induct you into the West Coast Stock Car Hall of Fame. So, Brendan, Brendan will be in studio next week. We'll see you next week on Gone Racing. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? 
All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku streaming experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. 